Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Shit's Hard. I'm your host, Amber. And today we are talking about healing. Um, I'm like, what, four months post-breakup now? So I don't know. We're going to get into how healing is not linear. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about feeling your feelings and that like it's okay to hurt. You know, it's okay to like feel your feelings and, and go through the things. Um, so let's get into it because this has been on my mind pretty heavily this last week. I don't know why. Um, like I said, healing is definitely not linear and it's just like feels very up and down. It's like sometimes I'll be like good for like a week or two and then like it's like one small thing will like set you off and then you're just like, fuck, I forgot about that. <laughs> like now I'm like back where I was. Um, I don't know why, but I was, I was actually, I was some friends shopping. I was like at like H&M. This is like a while ago, honestly, not a while ago, but like, I don't know, over a month for sure. And I just like saw this, um, this stupid green bomber jacket. And I was like, God, like that's like exactly something that he would wear. He loved bomber jackets and he like, this is exactly him and his shit. And I just was like, ah, it like gets you thinking, you know, it's like, if you weren't thinking about it, now you are. Um, which is kind of the worst, but yeah, it's just, it's simply not linear, which is kind of what I'm learning. And I don't know. Yeah. It's very strange. It goes very up and down, but this last week week was not, not super great for me for whatever reason. And I want to talk about feeling your feelings in terms of like, like the worst type of people are the people who say, don't cry when you start crying fuck those people <laughs> like genuinely. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm sure like I wasn't that person at some point in time or another, but like now, like I try to be really conscious, conscious, the fuck did I just say? Cautious, cautious, conscious, conscious, Jesus fuck Amber, conscious of like when someone's pouring out their emotions to me, talking to me, opening up about something, maybe it's very personal, very um, emotional. What I try to focus on is listening where I feel like growing up and definitely I used to be this way. I used to really focus on like problem solving and not everyone wants that. Almost nobody wants that. You know, like if we could pro solve our problems, we'd probably just do it. Um, but sometimes that's not the answer. Sometimes people just really need to be heard. And I feel the same way. And so that's, that's kind of how I try to go about it. When somebody is like, you know, clearly very emotional, I try to like make sure that like I'm making eye contact. You know, my phone is out of the way. You know, they have my undivided attention. I'm nodding along and agreeing. I'm not interjecting or interrupting, but I'm like, you know, verbally, you know, saying, yeah, I could see how that could be hard. Yes, agreeing, you know, kind of just empathizing and connecting over the fact that like, yeah, the situation fucking sucks. And there's no, if you notice, there's no solution there or anything. It's just like, you know, we can all just like be like, yeah, we can just agree. Um, a lot of people, especially people who are not super emotional, um, I think people who are more logical don't work that way. Like, it's almost like, why do we need to agree that your feelings are real? Like, why can't we just like have that as like a unspoken thing? It's because we're not robots, you know, because we're fucking people. So um, I want to focus on feeling my feelings going forward. And I'm not saying like sit in the hurt, but like, I don't know. This last week was bad for me. Like, I just like literally on my notes for the second episode, I wrote, um, I'm in pain. Like, this really fucking hurts. <laughs> that's what it says on the outline. Um, but that's okay. That's okay. Like, I'm allowed to hurt. And honestly, I think what set this whole thing off was his um, his mom had come to town. She was in LA for the weekend. 
And of course, I still followed everyone on social media and stuff. So I saw she was going to be in town. And I just like, I don't know. I kind of forgot that when you break up with someone and lose them, you lose their family too. And especially with the holidays coming up, you know, we're almost in November. Thanksgiving's right around the corner. I, you know, I already bought my home, my flight home for Christmas. Um, it like reminded me like this would be my first holiday without him in four years. That's like a very, very long time. Um, just this past October would have been our five years together. So um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I don't think I'm going to cry during this episode, but hopefully not. Um, I was very, very emotional when I wrote the outline for this episode. I was very bawling my eyes out. And I was like, this is what I'm going to talk about. Um, but I'm feeling a little bit better now, a little more composed, I guess, if that's the right word, put together. Um, but yeah, this, this does really fucking hurt. And I don't know why, I don't know why it's like, that was like the little thing that got me was when I saw on social media that she would be in town and it just like set me off. And I was just very like, you know, she's going to be here. I'm not going to see her. I'm not going to like, you know, like if, if we were still together, I would be there. We would be getting breakfast together. We would be spending the whole day together. I think a big thing that for for some reason, his mom being in town was really bothering me was because um, whenever his mom was around, he was, we were both like, we were in like a little more relaxed mode. So I've talked about before how him and I were both workhorses and very, very hard workers, never took a break, never relaxed and like never like just like seldom spend any time, like just hanging out and chilling and like relaxing. So like too far to the point where we weren't relaxing together. We weren't like hanging out, you know, cause we were just like, must get more shit done. <laughs> and, but it, when his mom was around or even when my family was around or whatever, um, he would dial that back a little bit. And that's like my favorite version of him. It's like having him back. And so for me, I think thinking about when his mom was here was that like, he, oh, he's not going to be at work. He's going to be taking time off work. He's going to be relaxed. He's going to be like, just like not productive. Thank God for like a little bit. And that's like one of my favorite versions of him is just like hanging out with him and like, you know, fucking around and being stupid. And kind of like when we met, you know, we were 18, we didn't have fucking jobs. We were in college and we just were like, you know, didn't have a lot of responsibility yet. And so um, we were just kind of mostly fucking around. And that was like very fun, like very like careless. Obviously, yes, like life gets in the way. You know, we got dogs and responsibilities and shit. Um, And again, we're like very like put together people. We want to do everything right. And so we fixate on like being productive and getting shit done. So I don't know. I just, I knew while she was here, he was going to relax a little bit. And I guess maybe I was feeling like not jealous, but like sad that I wouldn't get to see that part of him. Cause I loved it when his family was, would come in town. Not, I mean, not only because I do enjoy his family. I, I was close to his family. It's like something that I forgot about was like grieving, not being able to see them again or um, like his sisters. Like if they would have been here this weekend, that would have been way worse for me because I just would have been really sad. Um, Cause I was close to them too. And so that's definitely something that I forgot about was like, oh, fuck, like, I don't get to see these people anymore that I, I care a lot of, a lot about for. And I liked a lot and I was really close to and I told like, you know, them everything. So um, that's like a hard part that I one, I guess I hadn't got there yet. Like I hadn't, you know, grieved that loss. Um, but two, I think also it was like I knew when they were here, he would be it's like I'd have him back for a little bit. He'd be a little more loose, fun, like, you know, I even even just in general, I'd get to spend like out like eight hours straight with him, which usually when we were together, that wasn't really happening because, again, he was working. I was working different schedules, all this shit. So, yeah, that's what made this past weekend really hard for me and like brought back up all that 
stuff that wasn't at the surface was now at the surface. Um, and, and yeah, I was really, I was really sad. Um, so yeah, this was like a really painful, um, weekend for me. I don't know why, but it was like very emotional. I cried a lot and I think that's like, okay. Like, I don't know. I obviously talked to my friends about it and I was like, this is what's going on. I'm not feeling myself. I'm super sad. She's in town. I'm not going to see them, whatever. And a lot of them were like, well, how do you know she's in town? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, I saw through Instagram. They're like, oh, you need to unfollow all them. You need to mute them. You shouldn't be checking their social medias. You're just hurting yourself. And although I agree to an extent, I do think like I'm not there yet. Like I could unfollow them all on social media. But to be honest with you, I don't want to do that. Well, for one, I don't want to send a message that I don't want them around anymore. And for two, I don't know. I do agree that that's like part of healing and moving on is like maybe you know, closing that door for myself, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> and I'm not there yet. And I think that's like, okay. I don't know. I just feel like I've talked to a lot of different people about this this past weekend and I have so many thoughts on it, but a lot of people are like, oh, look, you're torturing yourself. You're doing this to yourself. And I'm like, mm, maybe a little bit. Yeah. But also to the same point, like I didn't do any of this to myself. I mean, I guess I kind of did. I'm the one who left the relationship. But like, it's not my fault that I'm hurting. I'm just hurting, you know? Like, like I went through a fucking breakup and this was a four and a half year relationship. This was very, very long. We're very, very intertwined. Someone that I care about very deeply. And again, it didn't end on bad terms. And so it's arguably like not harder to get over, but like just different because it's not like I'm like hating him or thinking of all the bad things he did to me that that's not he didn't do anything bad to me so that's not like um that's not like a way to get past it and so um I just was like I'm not doing anything to myself like this sucks you know like the situation sucks like it, it does and I could like you know block or mute his stories mute her stories whatever unfollow whoever but it like still would hurt you know I think it's also really hard because we had the same friend group in college. We met in college. So we had all the same friends, you know, like I would argue he didn't really have any friends that weren't at least a little bit my friend, maybe closer to him in some ways. But like I was for sure like mutual friends with all these people. Same with him. He was like mutual with all my friends. And so that's a hard thing, especially that's happening right now is like everyone that we moved out here with is still friends with him as they should be. Again, like I don't want to take away his friends or anything like that, but it's like a dynamic shift in the friend group and that kind of thing. And they're still very much a part of his life. And so that's difficult for me to like disconnect because I'm like still connected. And so I don't know, I guess, I guess, I don't know, maybe I'm getting defensive because there was multiple people who were like, you're doing this to yourself. And now I'm like copying an attitude about it. And I'm like, fuck you. No, I'm not. <laughs> but again, maybe a little bit I am. And there are certainly some self-sabotage stuff that I've been doing lately. I will take accountability for that for sure. However, I don't like I just I I was feeling along the same lines of like when someone starts to cry and your immediate response is don't cry. It's shut the fuck up, like cry, fucking cry, like ball your fucking eyes out if you have to. Like if that's how you're feeling. Let it out. There's so many fucking times in my life. I mean, I still do this today. I mean, I did it at the gym the other day because I was fucking sad and I saw this thing on social media and it fucked up my day. But like I do it too is where like I like have like literally tears like brimming at my eyes, but I'm like holding in my emotions so fucking tightly because I don't want to be crying and it's like uncomfortable. And now I'm not saying like I shouldn't have done that. Obviously time and place and it's hard when you're at work and you still have to like put on a face and go through the motions and do the shit. 
But like, if I'm with one of my friends and I start to cry, like the last thing I want to fucking hear to their mouth is don't cry. Like, no, like cry it out. Like feel your feelings. It's the same exact thing with, um, I guess I was feeling the same notion when people were like, this is partially your fault. You're doing this to yourself. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm just in pain. I just, I, I'm just a girl who went through a breakup (laughs) and I'm doing my best, but it's gonna fucking hurt. I'm gonna fucking cry. Like there is no like, oh, you're making it worse for yourself. It's like, yeah, maybe a little bit, but like either way, this, this fucking sucks. Either way, it's going to be nonlinear. Either way, I'm going to be good for a week and then bad for a week. Like of either way, I'm still going to see something that reminds me of him and think about him and go through this thing again. So it's like, I might as well just feel my fucking feelings. And I know myself very, very well. We've talked about this before. I'm extremely self-aware. And I do know to an extent, sure, there's some things that I could do, actions that I could take to like try to block him out. And maybe at, at the my core, I'm like not ready for that. And that's why like I'm like holding back. I mean, but that's fine too. I don't have to be ready to just cross him out of my life either. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like this whole episode is me defending myself. <laughs> this is me defending myself to my friends. <laughs> um, but I don't have to be ready for that stuff. I've decided. This is my decision. This is my life. This is my breakup. This is my healing journey. And I've decided that I don't have to be ready for that stuff. I don't have to be ready to delete all the pictures right now. I don't. I'm not. And I'm not going to. And I don't have to be. And that doesn't mean anything other than, yeah, I'm still hurting and I'm still going through this. And I'm still basically like grieving a relationship. And I can grieve it however the fuck I want to. It's hilarious. I thought I was going to fucking cry during this episode. And and instead, I'm just getting like an attitude. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's probably like my... um, a uh, coping mechanism. <laughs> um, but yeah, there are a lot of things I do feel like I'm doing right now that are like, I, well, this is what I wrote on my notes. I wrote things I'm doing to hurt myself. That's not what I mean to hurt myself necessarily, but maybe just to like feel things. Um, so like, I don't know. I've been like, especially through this last week, I was super sad. I was like rereading text messages and, um, you know, checking his socials. And going through the pictures and the videos and asking, you know, our mutual friends what he's still up to. Um, And yeah, that's probably not like a great thing to be doing. I'm sure it's self-sabotage. I'm just doing this to like, like at first I felt very like I have to know, like I have to know these things. Like I would rather know and hurt myself than not. And, but that will pass. Like, I think that's like a totally valid feeling and thought process. And I think that a lot of people feel this way and do this when they go through breakups. And I'm aware that it's like probably not helping, but I'm also aware that I'm like genuinely doing the best that I can. This was such a long relationship. This was such an important person to me. Like somebody that I never, I, I was like literally like actually thinking about like buying a house with this person. Like that's like when I was like getting paid and thinking about setting aside money, like that's like in my future, like plans. This is somebody that I've like vaguely looked at like engagement rings with. Like this is like, this is like a very real thing. And so it's like, it's it's a lot. And we were very, very connected, very intertwined in many, many ways. And yeah, so it's just hard and it just sucks. And I don't know why I'm like feeling like I have to defend myself right now because I don't. But I guess I just wanted to like pour out how I'm feeling because yeah, I probably shouldn't be doing that shit. Maybe I should mute his socials. Maybe that would make me feel better. Not make me feel better, but like then not seeing the stuff. But to be honest with you, he doesn't post that much. So that like wouldn't really do that much for me. The biggest form of self-sabotage I feel like I do is like go through old texts and like cry and like go through old pictures and cry. <laughs> um, 
which yeah, I maybe I should stop doing that or whatever. But like, it's like sometimes it's like not all the time. This isn't an all the time thing. It's just like when I'm in the mood and I think about it, maybe I just feel like feeling sad. I just feel like feeling these feelings and I do it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't know if any of you are agreeing with this or you're watching this right now thinking like, this is really sad. This girl's really broken. <laughs> I have no idea what you're thinking, but I am thinking that I am doing my best. And my best is not very great right now. It's really not. It's like genuinely not very, very good. Um, but it's my best. So that's like all I can give, you know, like I, we've talked about this before, you know, sometimes if you can only give like fucking 50%, that's all you can give. then like, that's, that's all I have to offer myself right now. And it could be much worse. I could be doing much worse things with my life. You know, I'm still like, you know, I can still give myself some credit where it's due. You know, we're always fucking giving credit where it's fucking due. I need to get that on a fucking t-shirt. Give yourself credit where it's fucking due. Um, like, yeah, some things I've remained pretty consistent with throughout this breakup, which is shocking because like, you know, it's like hard to keep your life together when you're going through this shit. But for the most part, I've been like still on my workout program. Now I've genuinely fucked it up many times, but like I've been in the gym, you know, every week since the breakup. Maybe I'm not always on my program. Maybe sometimes I'm just fucking stretching or fucking around. But like I'm I'm there. I'm like getting something done. Again, I can't always give 100%. But I'm like proud of myself for still keeping that priority. Obviously, it's easier because I fucking work there. But still, like I'm, I'm still like taking the time after when I'm not there to work to like work on myself a little bit. Um, fucking food. I've been fucking feeding myself. So that's good. <laughs> like I've been like trying to fo- focus more on like um, – you know, recipes and trying new things and spending more time in the kitchen and doing things that I love. I can give myself credit for that. You know, even through this breakup, what I'm sad, I've still been going to dance classes. I've still been taking vocal lessons. Like I'm still doing these things that I love. So it's like, it's not like this is like taking over my life. So yeah, in some areas I'm surely failing, but I don't know. It's really fucking hard to like let go. Like, it's like, I feel like that's the hard part is like after the fact is like clipping those ties. Like I, I'm really not good at that. And maybe it's because I am the one who left. So I have no idea. So like for me, like even when we moved out of our apartment together, like I took the pictures of us with me. I was like, I'm going to want these. <laughs> I'm going to need to cry over these later. Like these like picture frames of us. I was like, yeah, I'm like keeping that. And he was like, I don't want that. And I was like, all right, that hurt a little bit, but I was like, I'm going to take it for sure. So, um, yeah, that part's hard. What's hard too is like um, when things come up and I want to tell him about it. That part fucking sucks. I hate that part. Um, we had one of my coworkers at work. He's got a little daughter. She's really small. She's like three or four. I can't even remember. She's very young. And I had her over to my place. I had him and his daughter over, made cookies and whatever. And um, Princess, uh, Corbin and I's dog, his childhood dog, um, has never been around like a little, little kid. Not in a long time anyway. Has she been around like a small child? So I had no idea how it was going to go. But I was like, I think it's going to be fine. And um, my friend, who's, whose daughter it was, he was like, she's the daughter had been around dogs before, big dogs. He was like, she's fine. And it was actually very cute. And Princess was like very, very cute and tolerant. And um, the daughter was adorable. She's petting her and stuff. I obviously took photos and videos because I just was like really proud of Princess because I, I just hadn't seen her like around a kid before. So I wasn't sure if she was going to be like good or not, um, but she was very good. And that was something that was hard that had happened that I like really wanted to share with um, him and show him and just be like, oh, like look at how good she was and stuff. Um, so, 
stuff like that sucks. Or, um, oh, I went to a chiropractor not too long ago and my back's always been fucked. This sounds like it's off topic, but it's not off topic, but my back's always been fucked. And the left side has always been really, really tight. I've always had hella knots and Corbin used to like try to rub them out for me. And he did for like a while, but like they, they never were fully gone. Cause they just like, I've always had really bad looking, I don't know. I've just always been really tight over there. And Corbin would always make fun of me and be like, I have no idea how <laughs> you have a knot this big in your back. This is like insane. And so I went to a chiropractor not too long ago and he basically was like, oh, like, has anyone ever told you um, that you have scoliosis? <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> and um, he was like, well, I'm not saying you do. Obviously, you need like an MRI or whatever, fucking whatever the fuck. Um, but he was like, looks like it could be. Long story short, my mom has scoliosis and so does my grandma. So like, I was like, okay, yeah pretty likely that I like have like a mild, mild case, but whatever. Um, but like when that had happened, I was like, Oh, like in my head, I was like, that's like something that I want to tell him about. Cause it makes me think of him because you know, he used to, um, rub my back and all that kind of stuff. Um, but anyways, so, um, so yeah, that's she fucking sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, that sucks. It's like, ah, Ah, I did not want to cry during this episode. <laughs> it was not my plan. I was planning on being good by now. Um, but like, yeah, like I said, it's okay to cry too. Like, it's okay to um, to be sad too. Like, I think it's okay to see things that think of him and like remind me of him. And like, Corbin, if you listen to this, I have mild scoliosis. So that's the answer to my back problems. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so shit we're working on this week is going to be like being mindful of your feelings and just like feeling them, you know, like I'm not saying sit in the hurt again. Like I'm not like not just like not suppressing them, you know, not masking the pain, not trying to like find a way out of it. I mean, I know like distractions are super great and to an extent, depending on the distraction, I feel like that can be super helpful. Obviously alcohol as a distraction is like not a great way to go. But like if it's like a new hobby, like I said, I've been trying to get into the gym still. I've been, you know, going to my going to dance classes still. I've been taking singing lessons still. So like those kind of distractions that kind of fill your cup and make you happy and enrich your life a little bit um, can be super, super good. But at the same time, too, it's still OK to cry. It's OK to be sad. Like I just like I don't know. I hit like a rough patch this weekend and a lot of people wanted to like offer solutions and help. And I appreciate that so much. I think that's everyone's like first response when someone that you care about is hurting is you want to like, you know, solve the problem. (laughs) I feel the same way. Um, but I think it's okay to remind yourself, like, it's okay to be fucking sad. It's like, fine. Like just sit in it for a little bit, sit with it, feel it. And this is something I talked about with my therapist too, was like, really like respecting the relationship and recognizing like, and being grateful for it, that it, that it had even happened at all, you know? And of course there was good. And of course there was bad and whatever, but like, you know, it's okay if it hurts right now, that doesn't mean it wasn't worth it. You know, that doesn't mean like, oh, like that, this sucks. It hurts so bad. I wish it hadn't happened. I don't feel that way at all. You know, like it's like, um, better to have loved and lost kind of bullshit. Like, fuck yeah. Like, um, yeah. Definitely was, was, was worth it. Yeah. Was worth the highs and the lows. Um, I feel like I learned a lot about myself in that chapter. Um, I do feel like right now too, like one of the pros is like, I'm like maybe doing things that I never would have before. Not to say that he was like preventing me from doing anything that I wanted to do, but maybe me being in a relationship was kind of, I was closing my own doors on myself because I was like, I don't know. 
fixated on him and like what he was up to. And that was not his doing. That's my doing. But um, now I'm now I'm really good and focused on myself. So I'm proud of that. Um, so yeah, let's yeah be mindful, feel our feelings, and it's okay to sit in the hurt. Um, feel them, feel those feelings out. Give yourself the time of day, and then go then go into the distractions. Um, I hate that this shit isn't fucking linear. I wish that it was. I kind of thought that remotely it would be. I feel like remotely it is, obviously. But like, yeah, it's very strange. It's very strange how like good I can be doing for a week or two and then one thing happens just fucks up a whole week. Um, but the good thing is usually after that week, I'm back to back to chilling. So it definitely for me has been going up and down. I'm just trying to take my life fucking day by day right now. And um yeah. And I should journal more too. I think I would feel better if I did that. Journaling is one of those things though, that I just can't get myself to do, but I should, I should start doing that too. I only journal on the bad days though. I don't know about you guys. I only journal when I'm having a hard time, but I feel like I should get in the habit of just doing it daily when it's good and bad. But, um, that's a hard habit to fucking start. <laughs> I'm working on that one. Um, and then, yeah, what should I'm wondering this week is like, are, are you afraid to like feel your feelings or do you feel like you're good at feeling your feelings or, you know, do you feel like you're like good at it? You're good at like being like, yeah, you know, like I'm hurting with that's okay. I just need to like get through this and let it pass, kind of ride the wave. Um, I feel like a lot of people are afraid to feel their feelings, but we have this weird societal thing where it's like a bad thing if you're sad or it's like a bad thing if you're angry or it's like a bad thing if you're not happy. And I don't think that's true. I know that seems like a weird thing to say, but like, I know we don't want to be angry and sad all the time, but like one, without those emotions, you don't even have the other emotions. If you've never felt like angry or sad, then you're definitely never going to feel happy. Like you need the highs and the lows, all that fucking shit, all that bullshit. So it's like, um, so I think it's, I think it's like, oh, I, at least I'm working on this for myself. It's okay to be sad. That's like fine. It's totally cool. And it's not like you're crazy and it's not like you need a solution or a way out of it either. So the only way out of it's through it. So it's like, just fucking ride the wave, be sad for a bit and then like get to getting on. But, um, I'm trying to feel my feelings lately. Um, but if you feel like you're afraid to feel your feelings, why maybe like dig into that and sit with that and like, ask yourself, like, why is it so bad to be sad? You know? Um, because I do think to a weird extent, me feeling like super sad and upset this past weekend is a testament to how much that I lost and how much that I did have and how like good and meaningful that relationship must have been to feel this hurt when it's gone, you know, if that makes sense. So it's like, I I must have had this super high high in order to feel this low and I can see that connection. Um, so that's kind of like, I don't know, shit that I'm thinking about this week. So let me know, you know, what you're thinking, how you're feeling, if you feel like you're healing from anything right now and you're struggling and you're like, fuck this shit, my heart fucking hurts. Um, I am right there with you. <laughs> I am literally right next to you <laughs> feeling the same way. And we'll get through this shit together. Um, we're going to feel our feelings, ride this wave and know that if you're in the low, then uh, certainly a high is coming, hopefully. So <laughs> like it's only up from here. <laughs> um, so that's all I've got for you today. If you want to hear more from me, you can follow my Instagram, TikTok, Amber Meisner with two R's. And I will see you on the next one because healing is really fucking hard. 